This is the Pep Talk. Now, here's Ernie Anastas and Patricia Stark. And here we are. It's called Pep Talk, and we're really happy to be here. I'm Ernie Anastas, and you know who this is? This is Patricia Stark. Say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. <laughs> you know what? This is so good because you and I have similar backgrounds. We've both been television news anchors. Did you enjoy it? Yes. You did? You were on Fox <laughs> News Channel. I was, yes. This was quite some time ago, but I did enjoy it. And I've been doing my own work since then. Yeah. I have a company where I do media training and public speaking training and communication skills training for yeah. people. Well, you know, the two of us have a lot of experience working with people and doing what we're doing right now. We like to talk, which is a lot of fun. And we also like to write. You've got a new book out. I uh, do. Confidence. Conf it's a blend confidence. of those two words uh, yeah. that everybody seems to be searching for. Mm -hmm. Calm. And confidence, right? Yeah. And you know that you and I have talked about this over the years, and you were a wonderful endorser of. On the, you're on the yes, back of my birthday, yeah, and I really mm -hmm. appreciated that. But it's so true: is finding not only your calm and your confidence, but through positivity. And I know yes. that that's one thing that you and I really share oh, for sure. in common: is yeah. finding the positive in any situation. Yeah, and Patricia, you know that people need this. I mean, it doesn't matter, and it doesn't matter what age either, because we both, you know, have families, we know kids, we've done a lot of work with children. Yes. Kids need confidence as well, and confidence to be yes. able to relax and feel good about themselves. Yeah, they really do. You know, when I went and got my certification as an executive coach, it was also within positive psychology. Mm. And, you know, really starting with what are we imagining? What are we telling ourselves? You yeah. know, it was once said that the most important thing you'll ever hear is what you say to yourself. Oh, yeah. And to start at a young age with empowering thoughts mm -hmm. and self-talk mm -hmm. and working to be more of an optimist than a pessimist yes. will really set you up for life, but you're yeah. right, it's never too late to start. No, absolutely, it's all good stuff. You know, we both like quotations, we really admire a lot of the words that are out there that just say so much in, in a few words. Talking about what we're just discussing, Maya Angelou, one of my favorites, she said, people may not remember what you said, but they'll remember how you made them feel. Oh, I love that one. Right? And isn't it all about feeling when you think about it? It really is. You know, the greatest gift that we can give anyone yeah. is to be fully present with mm -hmm. them. Because mm -hmm. when you think about that, if we're juggling and multitasking and thinking about where we got to be and what can I get out of this, and you're not really with that person. You're yes. not giving them that greatest gift mm -hmm. of your time mm -hmm. and really spending that and letting them know how important they are. You bet. You bet. Well, this is what we're doing now. I mean, here we are, you know, we're on the radio, we're doing streaming, and we're doing what we love to do, and that's communicate. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things, and I can always go back to the quotations, which to me say a lot. There's one that I'm going to throw out at you, and I think you've heard it before. It's never too late to be what you might have been. What do you think about that one? I have a little makeup bag that mm. someone gave me with that very quote really? on it. And the most wonderful wow. thing about that quote is you don't lose hope. Yes. And when you lose hope, really you've lost so much. Mm. And when you live your life thinking and believing that it's never too late, yeah. guess what? Yeah. You're 100% right. You're right. You're right. And you know, there are so many people that think about, well, okay, I've been doing this all my life. This has been my career, but I've always wanted to, let's say, paint. But it's never too late to say, you know what? I can try it. I can go to a class. I can try painting and maybe even try selling them if I want or donating them somewhere. But just doing the thing that you've always had deep 
in your heart. Yes. Why not? Yes. Why not? And now more than ever, you know, after going through the pandemic and people really reevaluating oh, yeah. and thinking, what's important to me? How do I want to spend my time? Mm -hmm. How do I want to live my life? I think now more than ever, people are really thinking about what can I do that gives me more purpose and gives me more meaning? You know, they're calling this the great reflection period. And that's when people, all of us, can turn around and say, you know what? I was facing death. Let's face it. I mean, you remember the numbers, okay? Yes. We're in the news business. The numbers were astronomical on a day-to-day -day basis. People who were dying all over the world. And that was a frightening thing, to say yes. the least. But it was reality. And now people are saying, you know what? I faced that possibility. Maybe you lost somebody in your family or a friend. And that's painful. But it, it's an opportunity to say, where do I want to live? How do I want to live? And with who and how? Right. Isn't that important? Yes. Yeah. And the time is now. We realize how quickly things can change yeah. and how fleeting time is. So, so many of the procrastinators and someday-ers out there have now become, no, <laughs> I'm doing it now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting because when we talk about never too late to be what you might have been, I think it goes to an age issue, too. People say, well, you know what, maybe I'm too old for that now. I don't. Patricia, you know this. I don't buy that. You know, my quote is, I may age, but I'll never be old. Old is That's a right. mental attitude. That's do you right. feel old? How old do you feel? Tell the truth now. When you think about yourself, okay, forget about your age yes. and my age. How do you feel? What age are you at right now? Oh, I really always still think I'm 20 years younger Yay! than I actually am. <laughs> and I hope that I'm like that in my 90s and when I reach that 100 mark. And I'll tell you that I have a friend named Tess who just turned 90. And Tess. talk about doing things that you wish you could have hi, done. Tess. Hi, hi, Tess. Hi, Tess. <laughs> Tess. Tess always has had a fire in her belly. So yeah. let's just start with how important that is okay. throughout. But she decided that she wanted to take up ballroom dancing nice. in her late 80s Ooh. and trained with someone who had worked with Liza Minnelli. Well, really? Tess sent me a picture about six months ago of her dancing at an event and at 90 years old, oh, had her leg man. up on this gentleman's shoulder. Oh, really? Resting her foot up on his shoulder. I love it. And all I kept saying was, I want to be Tess when I grow oh, up. Oh, man, oh, man. Don't we all? <laughs> Isn't that a great story? You know, I love hearing stories like that. Over the years, uh, having done so many interviews on television, Deepak Chopra yes. was on my show one time. Great author, a wonderful man. And he was talking about, he said, you know, he said, we have a thermostat you know, in your home or wherever. But you also have a biostat. And that biostat can turn. He said, you can, you know, move it 20 years and say, you know, here's the age that I'm at right now. And if you do that, he said, something interesting happens. When you're young, you think you have all the time in the world. Right. You never worry. When you get older, you say, you know, I don't have much time. I have to rush. I have to... But if you stop and you say, I'm young enough to be able to do what I want to do, you relax, you have more energy, and this is what you were talking about, like with Tess. Yes. This is what we're all about. Take that biostat, everybody. Right. Turn it around. Give yes. yourself an age that you're comfortable with and live it fully. Uh, your thoughts create your reality. Yes. And when I go out and I speak to young people, I was just at a, an event last night for a group called Wonder Girls. And I oh. was speaking with all of these young girls in high school about yep. finding their calm, stress relief, anxiety relief, mm. and, and confidence building techniques, right? And we talk all about how important it is the thoughts that you think. And I point out, I said, look around the room. Anything that's not in nature 
had to first be a thought in someone's mind. Yes, yes. It had to be. Yes. And then it becomes reality. Mm. So this is how powerful our mindset is. Oh, yeah. And how much we actually materialize things based on our thoughts. And I'll tell you one of my favorite stories yeah, that my ahead. father used to yeah. tell me. So there was a man that, unfortunately, he knew that he was a, in, in a school bus. He After he retired, he drove for a school bus company. Sure. And there was an older man, I think he was in his late 80s, maybe 90, and he was still active. And every day his motto was, it's a great day for it. Mm. No matter whether it was raining, whatever yeah. was happening. Well, unfortunately, he got hit oh. by a car. Oh, really? And he passed away. Oh. And the doctors came to his daughter and said, can you tell us what was different or unique about your father? And she's like, why? What do you mean? And they said, well, we found a minimum of four terminal illnesses that should have killed him Mm. decades ago. And we can't figure out how this man lived to such an old age. And she said, you know, I just really think it was his motto. It oh, was sure. that it's a great day for it's it. It's a great day Whatever for it. Whatever it was, for him. he had decided yeah. it was going to be a great day. Yeah, yeah. And I think that actually carried this man's health decades longer than it oh, should have gone. I believe that. I believe that. Patricia, you know, that's a good story. And I, I'm sure a lot of people listening to us uh, probably, you know, may be able to share something similar to that because attitude is so important. Isn't it nice to be around people who do have a positive, uplifting spirit? Can, can you feel it when you're with someone like that? It is. It is. You know, there's a thing called emotional contagion Yeah. where we line up our emotions with those people around us. And mm-hmm. you know, you get a good vibe off of people. Oh, sure. You get a bad vibe yeah. off of people. We're doing it right now. Right. You know, you can feel it. Yes. Yeah. And it's a frequency. Yeah. And I don't want that make this sound too, you know, new age, you know, mm. whatever, but it is a real thing that we get in line with each other's frequencies. We do. And we're we attracted to different people yeah. and different things. So it's important to realize yeah. what frequency are you on because you're <laughs> going to align with others on that frequency. Yeah, yeah, make sure you pay attention to that. You know, we have been on the air for a long time, and we're going to be doing a lot of things on this pep talk because there are so many different issues and good ideas that we can talk about. But the interesting thing is that we want people to know that we may be talking about positive things, but we also live in the real world, okay? Especially having been news anchors, we deal with real, hard, serious life and death issues. And we've been very good at that. But we also want to say, okay, you know what? We both have learned this. How about some balance... I think people listening to us right now are saying, you know what? I watch a lot of the news, and it is negative. It is. You you can't help that. But we need to balance it. And that's what you and I are going to be doing, talking about some stories that people can relate to and say, hey, I learned something from that. If there's a problem, let's look for a solution. How do we make it better? Yes, because... Choosing to tune into the positive is so important in finding that balance. We all are struggling with something. There is a saying that everyone's struggling with something, and we know that to be true. And there are ups and downs and good and bad throughout life. But what we focus on expands. So if we're only chock-fulling our brain with what's wrong and what we're worrying about, we're going to keep getting more and more and more of that. But if we decide, you know what, for this hour, I'm going to focus on what is going right, what I can have gratitude about, Mm -hmm. focusing on ideas and resources and and stories that are empowering and lighten our load and and give us hope and faith and and love and, and those things, that's how we refill our cup. So that we can then go handle 
the things that are tougher in our mm-hmm. lives. You know, someone gave me a, a wonderful gift uh, several years ago, and it was thoughts for people who are too busy in life and something that you should think about. And they suggest you look at it before you go to sleep. And so I'll open up the book every so often, and I look at it, and there was one in there, and it said, now that the day is over, what did you do? What happened that was really important and significant? Mm -hmm. And you stop and think about that, and you say, okay, I went to work today, you know, I did my job or some other things. But when you really stop and say, what was really important in my life? Isn't it always a personal thing? I spoke to my my wife. I spoke to my daughter, my son. I had a great conversation with a friend of mine. You met someone, something personal, always personal, that really says, this was worth my day. Yes. Well, isn't that what they say, that when people come to the end of their lives, they don't say, oh, I wish I would have worked more. Mm. I wish I would have done so-and-so. No, it's always about spending time with those that you love and people that you care about and Mm -hmm. things that are rewarding and that make a difference in the world. Absolutely. And, and, you know, you live longer, too. You do. Uh, If you look at the research, and there's a lot out there, that if we fill ourselves with good, positive thoughts, we have a chemical reaction in our body. And it also happens into our, into our brain, into our mind. The brain is so important. It controls everything. But if your brain is strong and it's calm and it feels confident and it's filled with positive vibrations, you're talking about vibes, this helps you to live better and live longer. It has been proven that longevity is linked to a positive spirit and a positive attitude. It is 100. I've seen oh, yeah. those studies yeah. too, and it is truer than true. And but I do have to say, it's kind of like bathing and brushing your teeth. Mm. You got to do it every day. Oh, and yeah. you got to make an effort to be positive. Yes. And it's easy to be pessimistic. It takes no effort at oh. all. But you have it's to easier. Work. It's easier that way to be <laughs> pessimistic. You, know, you can fall into that trap. And it's a default. But yeah. it's much harder sometimes to be yeah. an optimist. Yeah. But it is so worth the effort to do so. It is. People tend to, to go towards that negative side. It's been proven. Yes. If you read you know, any psychological books, if you read any sociological, you'll find that people tend to go for the negative. That's why they don't put the comic strip on the front page of the newspaper. Yes. Yes. It's always the hard news because that's what sells. But you know, I agree with you. I mean, I think that we all have an opportunity in life to be able to turn it around and say, okay, where am I going why am I going there and what am I going to do with the time that I have mm-hmm. and use your time because it's precious. It is. Every day is precious. It really, it really yeah. is. And, you know, talking about framing things and trying to have a more positive mindset, mm-hmm. one of the things I talk about in my book is this idea of living in compartments. Andrew Carnegie uh, years ago had written a book about how to stop worrying and how to start living. Mm. And one of the things he talked about was the idea of no person can handle yesterday, today, and tomorrow simultaneously. Right. Because you can't take it all on. Right. You know, yes, yesterday is gone. You got to let it go. Yep. Tomorrow isn't here yet. All that really exists is right now and mm. today. Mm-hmm. So that mentality of a fresh new day, a fresh new start, and a clean slate chance yes. every day yeah. is so important to be able to do that. And when I work with clients that are going to be giving a speech, or let's say they have a three-minute hit on the Today Show yep. or some news yep. channel, and they're, you know, 
stressing out about it leading up to it, I'll teach them to chunk that down even further. Mm. How about live in hour-tight compartments or minute-tight compartments? We can all slow things down. Derek Jeter was well-known for being able to slow down the game. Oh, yeah. He had that that talent. Right. So for us to just say, you know what? I'm not going to worry about yesterday or tomorrow or even two hours from now. Let me... Focus on what's at hand right now. Mm-hmm. How can I find a way to be grateful and appreciate what's happening right in front of me? That's it. And you chunk it down like that, mm-hmm. I got to tell you, you're going to be a lot less stressed yeah. and a lot less overwhelmed. You bet. Take a deep breath, as they say. You know, I mean, it's an old expression, but it's true. If we stop and just take a breath and just relax and think about what you're doing. I love the excitement of what we're talking about. And I think what we're doing right now, you know, this podcast on WABC, I think is exciting for the two of us because it's something that we've done in the past talking, but it's a new adventure. And it reminds me again of quotations. Don't go where the path may lead, go where there's no path and leave a trail. Yes. So you create something, be a pioneer. You and me and the people who are listening to us right now and watching us, allow yourself to be who you are. Allow yourself to think about what you really believe in and how you want to make that become something that's tangible. Yeah, and you yeah. really touch on something that really my father used to say to me. Mm. And, you know, he'd say so many people are wandering around saying, I have to find myself. What am I, who am I? What am I supposed to? And it really comes down to create mm. yourself. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to create? What yeah. do you want to create in this world? Yes. Like, take the initiative. Uh, which, when we both love quotes, it's like yeah. that quote, God yeah. gives all birds their food, but he doesn't throw it in their nest. That's right. You have to go out and make things happen. Yes, you do. And Ernie, you know, you and I have known each other almost 10 years now, sure. I want to say. At maybe, least, maybe, at least. maybe longer yeah, maybe than longer, that now. Yeah. And, you know, when we first met, and over several years, I would come on your show, and yep. you would interview me, and we would talk back and forth. Just well, like this, yeah. I'm thrilled yeah. now that I have the opportunity <laughs> to interview you a oh, little bit. Oh, okay, okay. And, you know, one thing I really want to ask you, and I think yeah. this is great for our listeners also to hear, is you have always been someone that I have admired so much for many, many reasons. Thank but you, your level of positivity mm-hmm. and caring for others and making other people feel important has always really stood out to me. Thank and you. I would like to know how do you create such positivity in your life in so many areas of your Mm -hmm. life. What is your secret to that? Patricia, I believe what's important is it all goes back to your early days. I was fortunate to grow up in a home where positivity was there. My grandparents lived with us. It was an old-fashioned style, but it was a Greek-American family. And I have two sisters, my mom and dad, and a lot of cousins. But positivity was always in my home. And we were taught to be respectful of everyone, to listen, to pay attention, and to have respect. There was a quotation again that fits into what we're talking about. There are two kinds of people in this world. Someone who walks into a room and says, here I am. And someone who walks into a room and says, there you are. And that's Turn it you, around. Arnie, well, so that's, much And you, you too, and that's why we get along so well. We got a, a two-minute warning, and uh, this is our first time out. Are you having fun? 
I can't believe that we've already gotten towards the end already. I, I could know. do this all day with you. I know. Well, you know, we are going to continue to do it because we want people to understand that we're going to be talking about some of the things we discussed today and more, new subjects, but we're also going to be bringing on other people yes. and doing interviews with people who are going to share their positive story, some celebrities that they'll know, other people who will just tell us why they live the way they do, and a, an interesting story that we can all share with one another. Yes. Yep. Empowering, good information, stuff that will maybe help you flip that switch yep. if you're not having the best day in the world or you've been finding that you've been in a worry mode or you know, ruminating over things. I, I want us to be that resource We're where do it. we literally are going to put that pep back in your step <laughs> and give you a reason to go out there okay. and grab it. All right, it's Pep Talk. <laughs> Ernie Anastas with Patricia Stark. I hope you're enjoying us and come back soon. We'll be right here on WABC, right? Right. <laughs>